Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to World's Funniest Pod... Uh, wow, fuck. World's Funniest <laughs> Podcast celebrates Rylan Turner's 31st birthday. I am Rylan Turner. Joining us this evening... Well, firstly, joining me this evening is the co-host of World's Funniest Podcast, DK. DK, welcome to the program. Yo. What's happening? 31. 31. 31. It's it now. It now thirties are in full swing. There's no going back now. To be fair, once you hit thirty, there wasn't going any back either. You know. No, but goddamn, between kidney stones and COVID and all those things that happened to me this year, <laughs> there almost wasn't a thirty-one. Also that... joining us on the program, we have two great guests. The two guests we had on Jagger's Eve this year. Welcome back. Firstly, Kyle Joseph. Kyle. <laughs> Happy birthday, man. Uh, I have returned. Um, instead of Jaeger, I'm drinking grape soda today. He's a Sans Jaeger. Well, that's all right. That's all right. Great. Hey, grape soda slaps. Grape soda slaps with vodka, which we'll get into. <laughs> and, of geez. course, we could not do this program with all the laughs without Mad Dog Mick Holly. Mad Dog, welcome back. Thanks, man. I'm like herpes. You just can't get rid of me. Oh, Jesus. Keeps on showing up. <laughs> We're off Nick. the races already. Yes. Always. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring this to your attention. I'm going to send you a text right now. Uh, Karina sent this to me earlier. Uh, our lives are about to change in a way that, well, I mean, like, I, I don't know. It depends on how much of an alcoholic you really want to, like, keep, you know, building towards. Because, uh... Sir White Claw is coming out with a line of vodka. Oh my! I gotta find it here. Dangerous, but, dangerous. While I'm while I'm oh, finding oh. it, DK, do you have any thoughts <laughs> on White Claw bringing out a vodka? I might have to give it a try again. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. How about you, Kyle? Uh, I've had enough White Claws for one lifetime. That's fair. That's fair. This is a whole new tier, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this isn't white girl wasted. This is like white girl beat the shit out of your boyfriend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're off to the races. My goodness. I think that's a key ingredient for the Napanee Negroni. <laughs> you got to explain what this drink is because, my God. He, so he messages me earlier today and tells me to have a Negroni. And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, it's Anthony Bourdain's favorite drink. And I'm like, okay, I work at Chuck's, not Charles. So yes. <laughs> I am definitely, the ingredients are definitely not going to be there. What What is it in a grown? And I, yeah, and I told you the ingredients were like one-third gin, one-third sweet vermouth, one-third Campari. And and you said, uh, yeah, so you said I work at a place called Chuck's, not Charles. I don't think we have half of those ingredients. So then I told you you should make a one th- one-third Seagram's 83 one-third Smirnoff vodka, and one-third Fireball and called the Nappy, Nappy Negroni. That sounds <laughs> right, actually. Yeah. That, that checks out. Um, so the White Claw <laughs> vodkas that are coming out, we have a pineapple-flavored vodka. We have uh, the White Claw premium vodka. Uh, the mango-flavored. Kyle, we know how much you love mango White Claws. Look, the White Claw-flavored White Claw. Pineapple sounds like... Uh, here's the thing. I'm going to get tricked into thinking that the pineapple-flavored one is actually tasty. No, and it's probably like all White Claws. There's just no flavor at all. No, exactly. 
It'll, it'll taste, it'll taste like, you know, uh, hard liquor that has been dipped in, like a pineapple has been dipped in for two seconds. Do they sell it in plastic <laughs> bottles? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually in a two liter. Um, and the final one, the final one is black cherry. Sure. Why not? Last time I had like a cherry flavored vodka, I did like a headstand into the side of a Jeep. Just like, <laughs> I like took a step and like passed out and went like a hundred percent, 90 degrees right into the side of this truck door. It was like Jurassic Park where there's that one dinosaur that just like headbutts the Jeep. Exactly like that. Uh, so I have a story to share about uh, my my recent trip to Winnipeg. Uh, two instances where I immediately felt at home. So you have to understand, I live in a small town where nothing happens anymore. Just nothing. There's no there's no pomp and circumstance. Yeah, there's crackheads, but there's crackheads everywhere. Everybody's got crackheads. So we get like on the bus. Me and Karina get on the bus headed towards the dynamite taping that myself, Karina, Kyle, and, and his girlfriend all went to. Um, and we took the 18 North Main. Now, we've all lived in Winnipeg, so we know the bad buses. The 16 Selkirk. Ah, uh, God. That one's the worst one, I think. There's all the downtown buses. Those aren't good buses. Uh, you don't take those buses. But the 18 North Main was never a bus that I felt like I needed to fear for my life in. So we get on the bus and we sit behind this guy and he was definitely juiced right the fuck up. I do not say I'm talking drunk. Like he was like, he had like a spray can. He was huffing. It was bad. He looked like every character, every, sorry, every villain on The Last of Us. It wasn't good. He sounded, he sounded like a zombie. He looked like one. It wasn't good. So at one point he starts spraying whatever he has in the air and me and Karina are like, let's move. So that's, that's, that's the, that's the play. We're going to move. We're going to go to the back of the bus. And we did. We went and sat at the back of the bus, long distance away from this guy. We were safe. However, the next person who got on the bus to sit behind this guy, all of a sudden this guy got up like, just like nothing. I didn't think he could stand. He stood up, turned around, punched this guy in the face, and then continued to punch him in the face for like a solid, like 10 seconds. The guy pushed him, punched him back. Uh, then this, this guy grabbed this, this guy who sat down behind him's backpack, jumped off the bus, threw it on top of the bus, and then <laughs> darted off and disappeared into like the crack forest. <laughs> what the? That sounds like Winnipeg. And, and in, in that moment, I went, oh god, I'm home. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever had that, exp- like, that's the thing. I've taken, I took buses all the time when I was, you know, going to university or around that age. I don't, I have no weird bus stories. I feel like I've been left out. I saw a guy try to fight a bus one time. (laughs) (laughs) That also sounds very Winnipeg. Yeah. Uh, I had a guy get on the bus and, and like, he didn't seem like he was, there there was, there was nothing, he didn't seem, you know, anything, sorry, nothing seemed afoot. Like, there was nothing concerning me about this guy. He's just an older gentleman sat beside me. And then he looked at me and said, do you want to hang our balls together? And I was just like, <laughs> ding. And I got off at the next stop. That's a little personal. <laughs> <laughs> DK, how, how, how have things been? 
you, you've been, you know, getting ready for a, a big adventure in your life. Yeah, no, things are good. I'm leaving the country like next Friday. So that's to be good. Going to the UK for 15 days or something like that. So you're just getting out there and, and getting after it. Like you, yeah. you told me your itinerary, or at least you did a few weeks ago. You're going to be, you're going to be busy. Yeah, I'm going to land on the 1st of April, and then we're going to spend a weekend in London. Then we're going to go to Bath with my friends who are living, spend a few days there, probably trying to golf a UK course somewhere, check out the old Roman town, and then that weekend we're going to Cardiff, Wales, going to see a band, and then spend a weekend in Cardiff, and then we're going to take the train to Bristol and then fly to Edinburgh, spend four days in Scotland. And then come back for a couple more days and then wrap her up. That is so tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick, though. Traveling from, from Winnipeg to, to Toronto is a 16-hour travel. Or, sorry, Winnipeg to Napanee is a 16-hour travel day. I can only imagine the travel, the first travel day. Like, how yeah. long of a flight is that? Seven hours from Toronto, two hours to Toronto with a four-hour layover. Oh my lord! But I, I'll tell you that those Toronto air, airport bars—they're—they're they're fantastic, and they have them on the right side of the security now. Uh, they, when I went to Winnipeg in, uh, in September, everyone was still wearing a mask in the airport, and there was no bars until you got through security. And now they've changed that, and flight travel is better now. There's something <laughs> mysterious about a, an airport bar. Like you, you feel you either feel like a big shot or you feel like you're like God is my is my life so bad that I'm drinking at an airport bar. I felt like a big shot though. <laughs> I, I, uh, Kyle, it's, how, it's a mysterious beer. Nobody knows where you're going. Nobody knows where you're gonna piss that beer out. You know, like, everyone knows that it's eighteen bucks a fucking pint. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Kyle, how have things been with you? I had a very weird day. Okay. So, found out today that my work, um, so my office, uh, a bunch of people at the office uh, put some money together and did a, a lottery pool with, like, the hospital lottery, and we won. No way. Yay! So, I I am getting my cut of a pretty nice chunk of money it's a, there's a bunch of people so it's not like a huge huge cut i'm not like getting buy a house money but it, it's still pretty good and i'm like you know kind of blown away by it it's pretty cool that's awesome, that's awesome man my that's birthday sick. is great for everybody that's fantastic <laughs> congratulations oh that's sick thank you it's like that's the thing is what once once everything actually comes together and i like you know pay down debts and pay off my car and all those different things. Like, it's not going to turn out to be, like, there There will be one small celebration, but, like, it's still pretty cool. I'm, I'm pretty excited. All money's good money, Kyle. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Some be like, you won five bucks. They'd be like, fuck yeah! Five bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can, look. I can get a fucking half carton of eggs now. I can put a down payment on an airport beer. <laughs> Mick, how are you, sir? I'm not doing too bad. Uh, busy, 
uh, getting ready to uh, also leave the country for a little bit, but uh, we won't discuss that too much because I'm gone for a, a bit of a significant length of time, and it's because of work. So not nearly as fun, but I do know that uh, Germany is on the itinerary at some point. So we'll have to uh, we'll have to raise raise a pint there. Hopefully not for eighteen bucks, but <laughs> we shall see. And I imagine many a pints will be put down. Not now though, because uh, right now somebody says that apparently the doctor says that my liver might be damaged and I have to avoid alcohol. So <laughs> we'll we'll wait for a little bit first. That's that fair. sounds like a, that sounds like a horseshit diagnosis. That's not true. <laughs> You're doing great, man. I've asked for a second opinion. <laughs> I love the idea of, like, having to figure out, okay, so is my liver, like, is my liver, liver like, um, vodka damaged? Is it tequila damaged? Oh, my God, what? Is it But it's like, what am I white allowed to are actually, to do? White claws are actually good for your liver. Well, okay. So, so here, here's the thing. That's just, I got some blood work taken, and basically just like going through my shit. Like, okay, I I don't have high cholesterol. My my blood pressure was it was good, but they're like, oh, your liver enzymes are slightly elevated. I was like, well, how the fuck slightly are we talking about here? He's like, well, he's like, it's above the 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 recommended amount, or it's above the like the baseline. He's like, so I'd like to send you for imaging to make sure there's no permanent damage. I was like. Fuck, I know it's been a rough year, but Christ. (laughs) So, but then I look at the, like, the levels that it gives me, and it's, like, the two enzymes that are, that are elevated, like, one, it's, like, I think the top, the top end of the scale is supposed to be, like, 120, whatever fucking points, units per liter, right? And then the other one is, like, 60. Well, my fucking markers are at, like, 123 and, like, 65. I was, like, yo, bro, that's, like, Legit slightly elevated. And then you Dr. Google that, the one that he says is 120, and I'm, like, fucking above it. Or, he, sorry, he said it's 110, and I'm at 123, so I'm, like, 13 points above it. And he's, like, it's, like, the the Google's, like, uh, high range is, like, 130. I was, like, that just means I'm high normal. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is the problem here? <laughs> I don't see an issue. And then to read it out, it's, like, if you've actually got, like, liver damage or fucking liver disease, so things like, um... Uh, like fatty liver disease or hepatitis or any like the the really shitty ones that can that can mess with your liver. They say those liver enzymes can be ten times to a thousand times over the the recommended limit. So I'm like, oh okay, so you're saying like literally fucking twelve hundred to like ten thousand, and I'm at one hundred and twenty three. Sign that fucking piece of paper. <laughs> I'm fine. And you know what's funny is I've known you for long enough to know that. You are not somebody who abuses your liver. I mean, for God's sakes, we spent a summer drinking White Claws. Yeah. Like, speaking of abusing my liver, though, um, here's to a a fantastic birthday show, guys. Uh, I have a text to read. And uh, actually, DK, you said you had something to share, too. Um, My best friend, every single year, he elevates his happy birthday by just saying something absolutely ridiculous. And I wanted to share this with you guys. This, this slight bit of a conversation. Um, here, let me pull it up now. Where the hell is it? Um, says to me, happy birthday. I hope your day is filled with, to the brim with good things, alcohol and puss-puss of desired varieties. I, sh- what is this? Uh, desired varieties. Uh, 
What are those boards with cheese and fucking sausage? The, no. the boards of cheese, crackers, pickles, sausage. What is that? Charcuterie? A charcuterie. A charcuterie. Sorry, I couldn't oh. read it. A charcuterie <laughs> board, if you will. You are one year older and another year Budweiser. Happy birthday to you. And I said, well, my puss puss is back home, but I got my fill for a few months. She's very sore, but I appreciate the happy birthday. And his response, as very, uh, very much so him, is, ah, good, good. A humble man knows when the meat is cleaved, it's time to clock out. <laughs> when the meat is cleaved, it's time to clock out. Where's the Kyle, you're so quiet. I'm so scared. <laughs> I, I I have nothing to say at this point. <laughs> That's going to be the next episode of Wednesday Night Wallop when the meat is cleaved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never thought you'd see on Spotify. <laughs> DK, you, you, you said you had something funny to share. Oh, it's not, it's not funny like that. It's just a random, like... Weird exchange I had with my friend group today. I thought it was hilarious. My one buddy shares this meme, and it says, if you think you're smarter than the previous generation, 50 years ago, the owner's manual of a car showed you how to adjust the valves. Today, it warns you not to drink the contents of the battery. That's fair. Yeah. And then my buddy says, to be fair, I'd I'd actually like to really know how to adjust the valves. (laughs) And I said, I'd like to know what battery tastes like. I knew that was coming. And then my buddy's like, spicy. And I was like, this probably tastes like monster energy drink and Tabasco sauce. And probably tastes says, better than that. And he says, with pennies. <laughs> and then my one buddy who's been like not involved at all just comes and says, you guys are tempting me. <laughs> There's always that one guy in the group who's just better, watching. Better taste, better taste way better than Tide Pods, likely filled with umami. <laughs> yeah, and that was the conversation. I just thought it was fucking random and hilarious. <sighs> Gentlemen, the reason I have gathered you here is I want to play a game. And not in that creepy saw way. No one's getting any fucking needles into their eyes or anything like no that. Tricycles. Where no the tricycles. fuck's my ankle? <laughs> <laughs> um, is anybody else handcuffed to their chair? Bob, at yeah, the, but <laughs> at the end of this, at the, at the end of this, Dale's gonna stand up and take off his face, and he's actually gonna be me. <laughs> Surprise! Happy birthday, motherfucker! <laughs> but who's actually drunker? Right? Exactly. I've gathered you guys here today to find out who of the three of you, my closest compadre is the guys that I consider my boys, who knows me the best. And I've put together a list of questions, multiple choice questions. I am going to give you guys a chance to, to, to really, you know, get crazy with this. Um, Kyle, you, you like I feel like you, you have a slight advantage on the first question, considering it's a wrestling-related question. But uh, just know that I put this together in the last two hours, and there are some questions that are going to horrify you, Kyle, you especially. <laughs> I'm 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 ready. All right, well, gentlemen. Every question is worth two points. There's a total. Of 36 questions. Holy fuck. (laughs) 
Are you ready to find out who knows Ryla the best? I, I already failed. I didn't even know you knew how to count that high. <laughs> Good thing I brought a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> okay, DK's going to keep score. <laughs> All right. The first question. What is my favorite wrestler? Or sorry, who is my favorite wrestler? The options are Chris Jericho, AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, Macho Man Randy Savage. DK, I'll start with you. Is it D? Incorrect. I kind of figured I would get that one wrong. Vic? Chris Jericho. Incorrect. Fuck! Kyle? Why, that would be the phenomenal AJ Styles. Correct. I thought uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper would be on the list. Okay. You've got to let us all guess and then let us know who's correct at the end of it. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. My favorite band. The options are Led Zeppelin, The Guess Who, The Black Keys, or Audio Slave. Oh, dirty. Kyle, I'll start with you. So now... We did a podcast about the. We literally did a podcast about this. Do I remember? Okay, I'm gonna guess. It has I'm not changed. Sh- I'm. It's so. I'm just throwing a guess out there. I'm gonna guess that it's Audio Slave. Mick. All right, so I know we had this conversation a, very recently while we were in a uh, white claw enhanced uh, s- s- state of state of circumstances, and I'm gonna say like this year has been the, the Black Keys. I know that it's been like the you know it's just something that you've really settled into, you really share. I'm still gonna say Audio Slave though is still all time. TK, I'm going with Audio Slave too. Guys, uh, since I got back from Winnipeg uh, in September, Dirty Black Keys fuck you. Have, <laughs> have really become a big deal to me. I've dug deep into everything there is Black Keys. While Audio Slave is important, and Chris Cordell is certainly my favorite singer, uh, the Black Keys are my favorite band. It's a good choice. Half, half a point. Half a point. <laughs> Man, I, I, I almost guessed that, but I, I, didn't, I didn't know that it had changed. If I knew it would change, then I would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite movie, the, the list of selections are True Romance, Batman Forever, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption, or Django Unchained. Mick, I'm going to start with you. When in doubt, you see. Kyle. I mean, Shawshank is tied for my favorite movie, so I'm going to go with that one just because of that. DK. I want to say D. The correct answer is True Romance. Fuck! That was a uh, Quentin Tarantino film that he did not direct, but he did write. I believe Tony Scott directed that. Great. I actually think we had that conversation last weekend, too. (laughs) (laughs) We don't know you were shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I said at work today, I was like, this is either going to be really fun and funny or it's going to be really depressing. (laughs) 
but it's close though. It's close. It, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And there are some low ball questions. We're gonna, we're gonna. This is gonna be fun. My favorite book. Your options are Fight Club by Chuck Palan. Chuck Palan. Chuck. 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 God, I could not pronounce that guy's last name for the life of me. Of Mice and Men. I don't even remember who wrote that. John Steinbeck. Thank you. (laughs) Um, The Basketball Diaries by Jim Carroll. Or the Harry Potter series. Oh, I I have no, I have genuinely no idea. So I'm going to say Fight Club. Mick. Uh, I want to say Fight Club, but... That was my first guess, and I'm just gonna like spread it. I'm gonna say Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. What, what, what were the other two again? The Basketball Diaries by Jim Carroll, and Of Mice and Men by John. Of Mice Stein. and Men, yes. I'm gonna say Basketball Diaries. Basketball Diaries is my favorite book. I found the movie to be not as good as the book. Um, I'm curious. Is anyone keeping track of the score here? I am. Okay, cool. We're tied. Thank God. <laughs> Guys, this one's a low ball one. I'm, I'm going to need, need more paper, though. Like, <laughs> 36 questions. Guys, uh, my favorite color. Uh, oh, Jesus. The four options are red, blue, green, or pink. Kyle. Jesus. So I know what it was, but I'm going to say blue. Mick. I would have said yellow, but it wasn't a question, so I'll say green because it's close. (laughs) DK. Red. My favorite color is green. Kyle, what did you think it was? On the fucking board! I I thought it used to be pink, but I cannot remember. I was just thinking about those pants you wore in the garage all the time. Those were red. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. My red skinny jeans. They were great. Yeah. My favorite James Bond. Oh, <laughs> not that last one. <laughs> or not the fucking, not the Batista one. No, no. My favorite guy who played James. Sorry, my favorite oh. actor who played oh, James. Oh, there we go. Um, your options are obviously the James Bonds. Jesus. DK, I'll start with you. No, listen, uh, what are they again? I can't remember. Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, Roger Moore. Wait, which one? Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Kyle. I had this conversation, too. I feel like... Now I'm trying to remember all the people who have played him. Um... I feel like the answer is, I don't think it's Pierce Brosnan. Um, I think it's Timothy Dalton. Nick. Uh, I didn't hear you say it, but I'm pretty sure we had this conversation. It used to be Pierce Brosnan, but it's now Daniel Craig. Correct answer is Daniel Craig. After watching all of them, I, 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 I decided that he was the best. I was although, on that podcast. <laughs> although, and, that, and yes, I, I do have some questions that are going to relate to the podcast See, we've done I, before. 
I knew it. Like, I mean, I I did the podcast with you, and I was trying to remember who's between Evelyn or Daniel Craig, because I knew the entire series. It was always Pierce Brosnan. Like, mm-hmm. I, I forgot that it had changed at the end. We were really fucking drunk by the end of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My favorite superhero. The options are Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, or Wolverine. Kyle, I'll start with you. Um, I'm going to say Batman. DK. I'm saying Batman. Mick. I'd say Batman, just because there's an inside story there. It is definitely Batman. Conceived my son dressed as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> that one I 100% knew. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. I was Batman and I got a Robin. <laughs> Do I like Marvel over DC or DC over Marvel? Jesus. That's a hard one. Nick. Uh, I'm going to say Marvel. Kyle. I'm gonna th- I think you're contrarian about this. I'm going to say DC. DK. I'm going with Kyle. You're going with DC as well. I am a Marvel over DC guy. I love Batman, but X-Men is my number two. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I was not doing too shit hot the first few questions. The correct, <laughs> answer, the correct answer is at this point they're both not that great. <laughs> I won't I won't argue that. There are there are problems everywhere. Um Star Wars or Star Trek? DK. Star Wars. Mick. Easy Star Wars. Kyle. Star Wars. Star Wars is correct. Lowball question. Lowball question. Man, All right, guys, here comes the scoreboard. Appreciate. I don't even like. I to be honest, I don't know if you've seen any Star Trek. To be honest, like I, I genuinely... uh, so uh, number one, I love the more recent movies with uh, Chris Pine and uh, Zach Sty- or what, what's what's his name, Zachary Quinto. I think that's that those why, are great that's, movies. That's why you're not a real Star War, or a Star Trek fan. <laughs> but no, no. I, what I will say. What I will say is my dad was very adamant on watching the channel, uh, God, when we were growing up in the late 90s, early 2000s, that would play all the 60s and 70s like space um, or whatever. Yeah, space, yeah. So the original Star Trek would play, and I fucking love the original Star Trek, as well as I love the original Batman with Adam West and Burt Ward and, and all those. I, I think that those are great TV shows, and to this day, I feel like they still stand up. Yeah, so there's a little known fact about me. Here's another little known fact about me. This is number 10, and then we are going to check the score. My first concert, was it A, Nickelback, 2, Nine Inch Nails, 3, The White Stripes, or D, Stone Temple Pilots? Kyle. Or sorry, hold on, hold on, hold on. Or E, Nine Inch Nails, and Queens of the Stone Age, and... No, I fucked that question. I fucked that question right up. It's E. Definitely <laughs> E. Everybody gets a point for that one. Everybody gets a point. Okay, low ball. 
that you're still going to say Nick. What is everybody at? I don't think. I don't think your first one was on the list. <laughs> those were all concerts to the to that to the credit that I had there. Uh those were all concerts I've been to, just not uh not the first one. Um what's the score, DK? Kyle has eight. DK has eight, and Mick has twelve. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Here's here's a disgusting one for you, Kyle. You're up first on this one. Chlamydia. What? <laughs> I was going to say no, that too. That was on the roast podcast. <laughs> I couldn't fucking help it. What was the song that when I grew up and heard from my parents' bedroom, I knew not to go knocking? <laughs> was it "Rock the Casbah" by The Clash? Was it Harvest Moon by Neil Young? Was it Get It On by <laughs> T-Rex? Or was it Echoes by Pink Floyd? Kyle. Christ. Um, this is information I did not need to know. <laughs> My mom's going to hate me for this. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with A. Nick. Floyd. DK. It was definitely Harvest Moon. Correct answer is Harvest Moon. <laughs> Did I tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking like a month ago when you were telling we were talking about Harvest Moon because you sent it to me and you're like, man, I just forget how much Neil Young is slapped. I'm like, yeah, man. Fucking rips. And you're like, like Find this this part in the timestamp and tell your your mom to skip over this part. <laughs> she knows what she did. <laughs> All right, number twelve. My favorite classic rock band pre nineties. I I understand that I'm old and the nineties is now classic rock, but I do not consider it classic rock because I'm from the nineties. Um, it is my favorite classic rock. Band Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, Aerosmith, or Steely Dan? DK. Led Zeppelin. Mick. Zeppelin. Kyle. So the correct answer is Steely Dan, but because it's you, we're going to go Zeppelin. My favorite classic rock band is Aerosmith. Oh, shit! No way. We talk about Zeppelin so much. I love Zeppelin. I I also love we're talking about pre-90s Aerosmith. Hey, Aerosmith had one good album in the 90s. And then, uh, well, and then they had their only number one hit. So I I shouldn't say anything because... Don't want to close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people don't know that. That was Aerosmith's only number one hit. Their entire career. Yep. I, I assumed as much. We don't need we don't need more Steven Tyler. I know he's canceled now, but god damn it. Steven Tyler looks like somebody's cool grandma. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Now he does, yeah. Oh, he always did. He always did. Oh, but like really old now. Like before it was just a grandma. Who do I consider the greatest guitar player of all time? A. David Gilmore. B. Eric Clapton, C, Jimi Hendrix, or D, Eddie Van Halen? 
Mick. All acceptable answers. Uh, Hendrix. DK. Hendrix. Kyle. The answer is Hendrix. <laughs> the answer is Hendrix, yes. You named your son after him, man. That's true. It's true. I did do that. That was... Here I got from Steely Dan! Which session musician are we talking about? Because there are a bunch of them. I know. Um... Fun story about that is my ex always claims that she came up with the name Hendrix. And what makes zero sense about that is she doesn't listen to any sort of classic rock. Jimi Hendrix aside. Or Jimi Hendrix, you know, like withstanding. Um, and I remember that night in particular is it wasn't even Jimi Hendrix that set it off. We were just talking about names. And I was playing uh, NHL or, yeah, NHL, God, probably 19 at that point. And... Johnny Hendrix from the Jets popped up on my screen and I just suggested it, you know, thinking about it. I was like, man, you know, I listen, used to listen to a lot of Jimi Hendrix. That would be a really cool name. I suggested it and she was like, oh, I love that. And to this day, I'm like, no, I named him. I came up with that shit. So with all that being said, that is who I consider the greatest guitar player. Number 14, we will wait for DK to return. How's everybody doing so far? How's everybody feeling? Kyle, how do you feel about this, this questionnaire so far? Um, I feel like I feel like I'm doing okay. I'm I'll say this. I'm nailing the questions that I know for sure that I know for sure about you, but I feel I feel like I'm not picking up any like guess answers. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the next we're going to stay with music for a little bit. Or sorry, at least for the next question. Who do I consider the greatest drummer of all time? The answer or sorry, the the um the answer is the options are <laughs> the options are rather um, John Bonham, Lars Ulrich, um, listed here. So let's just go with those two. Let's just go with those two. I don't know where I lost my page here. Do I consider Lars or John Bonham to be the greatest drummer of all time? Kyle, we'll start with you. Lars Ulrich, Mick. Uh, go to the other one, man. Go A. You're gonna go Bonham. Yeah. From from Zeppelin. Yeah. DK. Bonham yeah. or Lars? You got Lars. Okay. The answer is Bonham. Uh John Bonham is like yeah that guy. I I the amount of Led Zeppelin uh, live footage that my dad played for me growing up watching that guy drum was incredible. And the coolest experience I think I have with it is. During one of their concerts, they have footage of him playing with his son, and his son was the one who ended up joining uh, the Led Zeppelin reunion show to play with the rest of the original members, and it was super cool to see. Also, uh, the correct answer is Neil Peart. I was just about to say that. I'm not, a <laughs> I'm not a Rush guy, my friend. I am not a Rush guy. I put Matt, Matt Cameron over Neil My favorite athlete. The options are. Wayne Gretzky, Alexander Ovechkin, Michael Jordan, or Ryan Smith? Kyle. Jesus. Ryan Smith is so specific. I um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh Jordan. Mick. Jordan. DK. I'm fairly certain it's Jordan. You are all correct. Michael Jordan is my favorite athlete. Whoop! 
Yeah, no, it, 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 he was always pretty much it, but the documentary certainly, like, after solidified I watched it. that, I was like, it, yeah, yeah, I guess it's, yeah, you're definitely right, it solidified it. <laughs> yeah, I remember talking about that with you. I've got a, uh, or I had, I think it's fucking long gone, but I had a book of uh, Jordan, it's like all of his, like, greatest moments with the Bulls, before, like, as he was retiring to go fucking play golf, I wish to hell I still had it. <laughs> The next question is going to bother all of you, so just be prepared for that. Chlamydia. <laughs> the person who Ryland first thought of, or thought of, rather, the first time he masturbated. <laughs> Your options are Anna Kornikova, Jessica Alba, Sarah Gilbert, or Roseanne Barr. <laughs> Kyle, we'll start with you. Oh, sweet Jesus. Okay. Um, see now, this is the the big the big thing I'm trying to do is I'm trying to think I'm trying to remember. So you're 32. I'm trying to do the math in my head. First time he masturbated. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the um, answer may surprise you. <laughs> uh, also, Anna Kornikova does not deserve this. Um, None of the women deserve it, I, Kyle. No. <laughs> Maybe Roseanne a little bit, but... <laughs> um, Sarah Gilbert is so specific. I'm going to say Sarah Gilbert. DK. I want to say Anna Kornikova. Pick. Uh, I would say... Jessica Alba, but I'm going to say Kornikova, because you said it with just so much pride and joy in that little voice. <laughs> the correct answer is Sarah Gilbert. Oh, shit. Because huh? I, I knew you were a big Roseanne guy. <laughs> you just didn't think I was that into Roseanne. I knew you watched the, the show a lot as a kid. Like, that was your show growing up. But... Yeah, that's that's information. Redneck. I love to watch Rednecks fight. What can I say? <laughs> Number seventeen. What was my favorite Disney movie as a child? It's a great, uh, it's a great transition. <sighs> Sweet Jesus! <laughs> Is it The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, or Finding Nemo? We'll start with you, Mick. I'm gonna say you're the same age as my brother, so I'm gonna say Lion King. DK. I want to say Aladdin. Kyle. So, I know for myself that I basically wore out the VHS to Lion King. You're not that much younger than me. I'm going to say Lion King. The correct answer is the Lion King. <laughs> oh, man. That's the first one movie that I saw in theaters, and I fucking fell asleep in it. Oh. <laughs> I, I went and saw the live-action remake in theaters and almost fell asleep in it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Finding Nemo, fuck, I think, I'm pretty sure I was in high school when that came out. I was like, yeah. fuck, you're not that much younger than me. <laughs> all right, guys, this is not a multiple-choice question. I'm hoping that you guys can answer it, knowing that you've all known me for a long time. But with all that being said, we'll find out. Name the three musical tattoos that I have. Oh, God. Oh, man. I can only think of the one. <sighs> all right, Mick, we'll start with you. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to throw it to the fucking wind there. Some guitar or some shit. Uh, something to do with Jimi Hendrix. And I know you've got a Nine Inch Nails tattoo. 
Kyle. Okay. I'm going to guess um, something to do with Chris Cornell. I'm going to guess Hendrix. And I didn't know you had a Nine Inch Nails tattoo, so I will go with... I'm going to try to hedge my bets to try to grab something else. Um, let's say... I don't know, you have a white snake tattoo. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want you to know. Sorry, go ahead. No, I only knew you had the Nine Inch Nails one. That's, that's the only, I don't know, I can't do anything else. My tattoos consist of, indeed, a Nine Inch Nails tattoo. Kyle, I do not have a white snake tattoo. I hate <laughs> 80s metal. <laughs> I have a Nine Inch Nails tattoo, a Smashing Pumpkins tattoo, and a Marilyn Manson song on my oh, forearm. Oh, darn it. Forgot about the Pumpkins one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. What is my favorite food? Your options are fettuccine Alfredo, tacos, dumplings, or noodles, as in Mr. Noodles. Kyle, I'll start with you. God, I thought you were going to say a Whopper in here. Um, <laughs> no, man, they don't put cheese on that shit. I don't believe in that. Fettuccine Alfredo. Nick. You didn't say chicken uh, chicken wings or pizza on there, and we ate several of both, so I'll, 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 I guess I tacos just to be fucking different. DK. Dumplings is a close number two, but it's Fettuccine Alfredo. It's Fettuccine Alfredo. Dumplings are a close second. Right? They are a close second. They, the dumplings are what I would want to eat before I would die, because I feel like fettuccine Alfredo would not go good with, like, an injection or, like, the chair. <laughs> you, just need, you just need too heavy and uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, why did I eat cream sauce? Fuck. <laughs> vibrating in your lower colon. Just... <laughs> oh, Cross the pearly gates with a fucking like, diarrhea. <laughs> like... Forty percent of what we talk about is food related. It's true. It's true. I, 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 as soon as you said dumplings, I was just like, "Oh, he's gonna get it wrong." No, he's gotta know this. Um, my favorite hard liquor is it A tequila, B vodka, C rye, or D rum? Kyle. The correct answer is rum, but I'm gonna say vodka. Nick. I was gonna say, I, I think it's vodka because uh, you didn't. Cle- clearly, it's not Jaeger. <laughs> no, Jaeger's a Jaeger. It, it, while it is definitely here this evening, it definitely is. It's it's uh, it comes every once in a while. It goes, it's not my favorite. It goes down. What's the opposite of smooth? It goes down great with a Red Bull. Oh, it doesn't though. It doesn't come so, up really good either. Oh, so, sorry, imagine. Mick, what was your answer? Vodka. DK. Pretty sure it's vodka. The correct answer is vodka. You literally had a vodka crayon before the show. I did. I had two. Yeah, there, there's lots of stories with vodka and, the, and my brother. <laughs> and an Apennine Negroni. <laughs> <clears throat> My favorite way to smoke weed. <laughs> Is it A, a bong, B, a pipe, D, a joint, or C, a vape? Or sorry, or, or D, a vape. 
Kyle. So the question is, do you vape for convenience or enjoyment? We'll find out, I guess. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say vape. Nick, we've had this conversation. It's the vape. DK. I think your favorite way is a joint, but you just vape all the time because it's convenience, because it's easy. Well, I do enjoy all forms of getting stoned. Um, it is the vape. Uh, it has become the vape. It used to be the bong. Now, I'm old now, and I can't handle the bong like I once could. The bong is a every few days sort of thing now. The vape is an everyday, all thing, all day thing, because it keeps me regular. Not in that poop way either. Yeah, you wouldn't want that. Mm-mm. Well, if I'm already pissing stones, I might as well be shitting rocks. Let's go. Oh. You, gotta, you, know, you ever drink water, man? <laughs> <laughs> I drink a lot of water. I do. I do drink a lot of water. When it's not coffee or alcohol, it's water. My favorite Canadian rock band. Is it A, the Tea Party, B, Our Lady Peace, C, I Mother Earth, or D, Big Wreck? DK. What, no hip? I Mother Earth. Vic. I Mother Earth. Kyle. I Mother Earth. It is I Mother Earth. Uh, the hip are, I like the hip, I just, they're, they're not in my, they're not in my favorite. Damn! My favorite celebrity chef, is it A, Anthony Bourdain, B, Gordon Ramsay, C, Guy Ferreri, or D, what, what's her name? The, uh, Not that one. Italian lady. <laughs> let's, let's the Italian lady's name. God, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I didn't write it down. Uh, Giada. 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 Kyle. <laughs> um... I'm pretty sure it's Bourdain. Nick. It's Bourdain. Dale. It's Bourdain. Uh, Guy Fieri is a close two. <laughs> <laughs> I love Guy's Grocery Games, but it is definitely Bourdain. Uh, I, and, I, and, and I say that, and I feel bad for calling him a celebrity chef because I feel like he would hate that. Um, but no, Bourdain <laughs> is, is super cool. Everybody should read Kitchen Confidential. It's a must-read for... And, like, even if you don't work in a kitchen, it, it's great. Even if you can't read. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Find we'll that shit on audiobook. Right? Yeah, he'll probably read it to you, and he'll read it to you so smooth. Like, everything T.I. says. The I'm, hungry. Smooth. I'm hungry and horny. Mm-hmm. And on drugs. That was Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> and that was the time I decided I wanted to be a chef. <laughs> All right, guys. What was the first song... I sang at Le Garage Cafe. Was it A, Little Black Submarines by the Black Keys? B, Time of Your Life by Green Day? C, No Rain by Blind Melon? Or D, Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones? Kyle. Oh, God. Okay. I know you weren't there. 
the first one you sang with DK was Little Black Submarine. I don't think that was the first one you had done. Um, God, I could be wrong about that. Um, what? Go through the options again. Sorry. It was Time of Your Life by Green Day, Little Black yeah. Submarines, yeah. Uh, No Rain by Blind Melon, yeah. and You Can't Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones. I'm going to say No Rain by Blind Melon. Mick. I have no fucking idea, but Time of Your Life. DK. So two of the, two of the four were never actually performed. No Rain was, but the first one was Little Black, Black Submarines. DK, I'm so so sorry, but you're you are incorrect. Really? The the first song I performed was "Time of Your Life" by Green Day. Fuck with, yeah! It, it wasn't with you. It wasn't with you. Was I there? You might have been. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you 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 you, you were because I feel like that was right around the time where we met and you were performing there pretty regularly. But man, uh, that's a bummer. I thought that I thought I was wrong. But you and I did do No Rain, though. Yes, we did. And we fucked up the lyrics so bad that in the <laughs> middle of that song, we looked at each other and both of us just went. And we just sang the lyric. No, no Rain! rain. <laughs> it's not a lyric in the song, but we made it work. We I think I've heard the story before. I <laughs> next... don't remember that. Okay, the next question is, what is my favorite country singer? Is it A, Shania Twain, B, Darius Rucker, C, Garth Brooks, or D, Brooks and Dunn? Kyle. Oh, man, alive. <laughs> um, I don't think you're a boot scootin' boogie guy. Um, I'm going to say Brooks. Garth Brooks. DK. I want to say Brooks. Mick. All of them are valid answers, but I'm going to say Brooks. The correct answer is Darius Rucker. Ah, shit. I really like me some Hootie, man. Like, not even just Hootie, but all of his country stuff, I, I dig it. I definitely dig it. Where's the place I most want to visit in my life? Is it A, Egypt, B, the United States, C, Brazil, or D, Ireland? DK. I want to say Ireland. Nick. I've been there. You got to go to Ireland. Kyle. So I want to say something different, but I feel like it's Ireland. Let's go Ireland. Ireland is the correct answer. My favorite TV show of all time is it A Seinfeld B Sons of Anarchy C Breaking Bad or D How I Met Your Mother Nick that was so fucking hard. I know, I know you. We we we've talked about sons too. I don't. I'm gonna have to say Seinfeld if we're going all time though. DK. I was pretty sure it was sons, but that's what I'm going with. Kyle. 
I feel pretty confident Sons of Anarchy. The correct answer is Sons of Anarchy. Ah, second guess myself. Fuck. No, I I dug the uh, the biker like approach to doing Hamlet. Now, now like, here's my question. Okay. Uh, okay. Follow up question: What did you think of Aces and Eights? Uh, like the wrestling faction, yeah, uh, yeah. aces and eights was a thing before I got into Suns. Like I didn't watch Suns until they were already in their like sixth season, so okay. I I had some time to catch up. I so I I didn't quite like uh, I will say Bully Ray, great heel, uh, great on the mic. The rest of that group useless, just a bunch of never wases. Uh, that's that's what I think of aces and eights. <laughs> Holding back. <laughs> My favorite comedian. Is it A, Robin Williams, B, George Carlin, C, Dave Chappelle, or D, Mitch Hedberg? Kyle. Um... Uh, the correct answer is secret answer E. Richard Pryor. Um, no, uh, I'm gonna s- I'm gonna say Hedberg. Okay, Mick. All of those, I'm pretty sure that you're quite fond of. Uh, uh, I'm gonna shoot in the dark, o Chappelle. DK. I, I want to say it's Hedberg, but I'm gonna go with Chappelle. The correct answer is Chappelle. There's not a bad answer there, though. No, no, definitely not. Um, what is the story that I have told on World's Funniest Podcast or just amongst, you know, conversations between all of our, you know, time together that you think that I hold to the highest regard as my best story? Is it A, crying at dinner, B, the uh, the social that I went to with my friends where I couldn't even climb the stairs after I, I went through my neighbor's fence. C, Cancer Girl. Or D, the time I got chlamydia. <laughs> Kyle, I'll start with you. Oh, God. Okay. So, this is tricky. Because I think you think the chlamydia story is the best one, <laughs> but I think the fence story is better, so I'm going to go fence. Mick, they're all goldies. It's got to be Cancer Girl. I almost pissed my pants in the car. DK. I'm fairly certain it's Cancer Girl. The correct answer is Cancer Girl. Kyle, have you ever heard that story? I don't know that I have. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have actually heard that story. I will oh, you're end for the a podcast treat. <laughs> with that story. I will end the podcast with that story. <clears throat> we are in 33 of 36, guys. We are almost to the end. All right. Who is my favorite rapper? Is it A, Eminem, B, Kendrick Lamar, C, Lil Wayne, or D, Drake? DK. It's close between Eminem and Kendrick Lamar. 
I want to say Kendrick Lamar. Kyle. Kendrick. Mick. I'm going to go for the split and say Eminem, but if you say Drake, I hope you shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, like, a, a, a Biggie or a Tupac or, like, right? something else in there to make this a hard question. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, I, I will say it is definitely Kendrick Lamar. Uh, I should have thrown Tupac and Biggie in there, too, because they are two and three. Um. But uh, you know, yeah, Kendrick Lamar, yeah, that is the right answer. Um, Follow up question: What's your favorite Drake song? <laughs> Uptown. I don't even know any Drake songs other than fucking. I like. I like. I like old Drake. I like Drake when he would do like punchline rap, and after like, I would even say like after Views, maybe even some of the stuff on Views. I'm just I'm lost on all of it. I liked Drake when he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, a lot of people did. A lot of people did. A lot of people. You know, people love Lil. What was his name? Jimmy. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> Jimmy. My favorite hockey team pre Jets return. Oh. Is it A the Dallas Stars, B the Columbus Blue Jackets, C the Calgary Flames, or D the Pittsburgh Penguins? DK. What were the last two again? Sorry. The Calgary Flames and Pitts and, and Pittsburgh. I want to say Flames. Kyle. See, I thought you were an Oilers guy. Um Pittsburgh. Right, let's spread the answers around. I'm going to say Columbus. The correct answer is the Flames. I was an Oilers guy for one season. One <laughs> oh, I wonder what season, season that was. <laughs> yeah, it was the season they made it to the finals. Um, same season we were all Colorado fans. Yeah. <laughs> the next answer goes back to the rap uh, category. My favorite rap group you is the Jersey, don't you? Who's that? Oh, you have a Flames jersey? I do not. Uh, the the Jerome McGinley jersey or the Mika Kippersoft jersey are ones that I definitely want. My favorite rap group is it A. Outcast, B. Run the Jewels, C. The Migos, or D. Bone Thugs and Harmony. Mick. Uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. DK. Outcast. Kyle. The correct answer is Outcast, but I think your answer is Run the Jewels. Correct answer is Run the Jewels. Uh, Although Outcast is fantastic. Okay, we are heading into the last question. DK, why don't you give us the score so we know where we're at? Let's add it up here. Kyle and I are tied for 34, and Mick has 36. Ooh, so if, uh, if, if Kyle or myself get it, we have to have a, uh, a showdown question. Oh, God, I'll have to come up with that quick. Um, <laughs> I did not prepare for this. 
What was the number one song on this day in 1992? Save the Best for Last, Vanessa Williams. Black or White, Michael Jackson. Smells Like Teen Spirit, Nirvana. Or Jump Around by House of Pain. Kyle. Jesus. What is your birthday song? God. Uh, speaking of, we're going to, we have to talk about that because I, I have a truly terrible one. Um, God, I'm trying to remember my chart history. Um, black or white? DK. Teen Spirit. Mick. Say Teen Spirit. The number one song on March 23rd, 1992 was Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams. What the fuck? I thought she was just a kid then. <laughs> what did Kyle guess? Uh, I, 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 best, I, uh, I got it wrong. I guess black or white. So we all got it wrong. Yes. <laughs> well, that, that just means, proves that, that means, none of us were cheating. Nobody Googled. By two points. Nick, Nick, you are a winner. We have spent a lot of fucking time together the last year and a half, so I don't... uh, I feel like, though, that a lot of the questions that I had for that, we have not discussed. That's true, but I'm a good guesser. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. I I can actually look this up on the fly since we're here. I don't uh, know if I got I know, any of my guesses. I think all the ones I guessed, I got wrong. Well, maybe one, one or two, yeah. So my bir- the the song that was number one on my birthday uh, is "Release Me" by Wilson Phillips, <laughs> which is just just not good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm actually I'm, I'm since I'm curious. Uh, does anyone else want to look up there? or want to do their um birthday song oh yeah you know what you know what the top song of all of 92 was there rylan what's that i will always love you by winnie houston <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah the bodyguard for sure for sure mick what's your birthday uh 22nd of june i'm going to type in the top song for that for on my birthday because i'm an old fuck now Oh, by the way, yeah, welcome to your 30s, because I'm fucking midway through, and it's all downhill from there, bud. <laughs> it's been downhill since 26, bro. That's true. And Kyle warned me about this. I remember distinctly... Ever since Kyle your knees my... started killing you every day. Yeah, that's, that, that's also bad about getting old, yeah. Or maybe it's uh, something to do with running through a fence. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Have you not heard that story? I don't think so, no. Okay, all right, well, then I've got a couple stories to tell. It is my birthday podcast, so I will end with some stories. I've never, uh, uh, I've never Googled it before, but my birthday song is Bad Medicine by Bon Jovi. Wow. That's wow. sick. That's pretty sick, actually. Yeah. Like, that's, you should get That's up now and... my personality. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Mine sucks. What's yours? I mean, mine, mine is Vanessa Williams. <laughs> Mine's Foolish Beat by Debbie Gibson. <laughs> oh, interesting. Sorry. Apparently, uh, September 15th was when uh, Wilson Phillips took number one. My birthday song is Blaze of Glory by Bon Jovi. <laughs> oh, two of you guys. I'm going down. Blaze of Glory. Oh, man. 
All right, oh, so Debbie uh, Gibson's hot. <laughs> Jesus. Well, she was in '88 anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not so much now. Yeah, so uh, the social that I went to, where um, in the timeline of me drinking alcohol um, from beginning to like now, was the drunkest I've ever been. So a uh, fun fact about me is that anytime Dan Aykroyd puts out a liquor Man. of any coin, yeah. any kind, Crystal Skull Vodka, bad time. And <laughs> on this night, on this night, um, I decided to buy his red wine because I knew that the oh. social that I was going to, there was a bunch of Dan Aykroyd fans. So I figured, ah, oh, oh. I'll buy a bottle of Dan Aykroyd's wine, make some friends, everything will be good. Worst hangovers oh. ever. So I get to my buddy's place, we drink a little bit of the bottle, and uh, we're off to the social, where I buy 10 drink tickets. And everyone's been to a social in Manitoba, we know what it's all about. Cold cuts, bread, butter, and beer. That's what it's all about. Fucking salami on shoulders and stuff. The only memories I have of this, like by the t- like from the time I bought the drink tickets to the <laughs> end of the night, were at some point I was trying to make a like like a sandwich with the cold cuts and the bread, and I just could not stay upright. And this lady <laughs> holding me up and helping me make the sandwich. Um, but at one point I went for a smoke, and I came back, and my buddy saw me walk back into the gymnasium. Or wherever the fuck this thing was. Um, and I made a beeline. So we, we locked eyes. And I made a beeline for him. What I did not realize in my drunken stupor was that I was just mowing down people. Just just, get, <laughs> just plowing through people. And just uh, like avoiding people at some points. But at the end, I got I almost got to the table. And he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and then I just tilt back and fall <laughs> into a group of girls and knock them the fuck over. And he comes over to pick me up, and he's just like, don't, don't, shh, 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 don't worry, don't worry. They're, they weren't hot. They weren't hot. Just get back to the table. Manitoba bowling. <laughs> and... <laughs> When I when I get back to the table, his girlfriend looks at me and goes, "You're green. Do you need to puke?" And I'm like, "No, I feel fine." And I did. <laughs> I felt fine. I did not feel like I needed to puke. There was nothing, you know, leading me to believe that. The next memory I have is being dropped off at my house, and there was a giant snowbank, much like you'll find in Winnipeg, in front of my like entrance to my house, and I just looked at this snowbank and said, I got you and <laughs> ran the fuck up this snowbank fell down the other side of the snowbank, thus going through my neighbor's fence. <laughs> then I had my best friend and his father get out of the car and I could hear his dad laughing because his dad had that very distinct laugh where it was just, he, <laughs> come pick me up drag me into my place where my roommate answered the door and was just like, what is wrong with him? And they're like, oh, he's drunk. <laughs> the neighbor's like, what the fuck happened to my fence? <laughs> Man, 
If only this wasn't before fucking like ring doorbells. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get into the house. I apparently attempt to smoke weed, which he did not allow me to do. My roommate did not allow me to do. I tried to go up the stairs, and I was living in, like, a house that was built in, like, the 40s. So the stairs were steep as fuck and just all wood. And I apparently went up like the stairs. like 100 degrees. Yeah, basically. I, I climbed the stairs, literally on all fours, and apparently almost fell back. And if he wouldn't have caught me, he's like, he could have died. <laughs> Um, I, like, once I got to the top of the stairs, fell over, crawled into, for whatever reason, my roommate's room, puked all over the floor, (laughs) and passed out. It's like, you cut, you could have done that in your own room? (laughs) Basically. Basically. Dude, dude, that room must have stuck forever. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. (laughs) Kyle, you've never heard this story? No, I haven't. Well, I'm about to top it. I'm about to top it, guys, because do you want to hear the worst first date story of all time? <laughs> yes. So in my early 20s, I was on a web, or a dating site called Plenty of Fish, which is always a bad sign. Always. Any listeners that we have right now, if you're on Plenty of Fish, get the fuck off there. It's not good. Online dating isn't good, but that's the worst. Now, as a uh, average-looking male, I did not get a lot of attention on Plenty of Fish. And when I did, I got excited. Excited every time. Oh, my God. I got a message one day from this girl, and her picture was blurry, but I was willing to, you know, let her go. I was willing to let her buck. We start talking, and she sounds interesting, and she asks me if I want to go to lunch the next day. And in my in the position I was in, it was a Sunday, I was like, you know what? I get my tips tomorrow from work. I don't work. So, yeah, let's go for lunch. So I go to work, and I grab my tips. It's about 120 bucks. Then I make my way all the way across town in a taxi. From downtown, I we go into, like, the... God, like the rich area, like Charleswood type shit. And I'm taking a cab, and the whole time I'm just talking this cab driver up like, oh, this might be the one, buddy. It could be. Could be. (laughs) And I'm about two and a half minutes away from her place. I'm tracking it on my phone because, you know, like, I just want to know where I'm at. Don't know where I'm... I, I don't know where I'm at in the city, so I'm just trying to be familiar. And... About two minutes away from her place, and she texts me, and she goes, just so you're aware, I have stage four leukemia, I walk with a cane, and I have almost no hair. And in in that moment, I'm like, okay, two thoughts run through my head. The, the, The most, like, you know, abrasive, objective thought is, fucking get the fuck out of here, turn this cab around, let's go, let's go, let's go, get out of there. But who I am as a person, the only thing I could really, like, think about was, fuck, that sucks. This person probably has, like, a really hard life. Let's take her for lunch and try and make her day. 
So I get out of the cab and I go to her front door and I knock on her front door and her mother answers the door and she's looking at me like I'm the asshole. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You take her for lunch then. Are you like, come on, don't look at me like I'm the asshole. I didn't know what I was getting into until two and a half minutes ago. I get back in the cab and the cab driver looks at me and goes, as I'm, I put her in the cab, sorry, because she's everything as advertised. She's walking with a walker. She has almost no hair. She's just, she's like doing this. And I have never seen cancer before. I didn't know. Like, I don't know, like, what I'm looking for. I'm like, that looks rough. That's probably what that is. I get her into the cab. And then I go around to the other side of the cab. And the cab driver rolls down the window at this point and looks at me and goes, what the fuck are you fucking doing, man? And I was just like, you're here right now with me. You, you don't know what I'm doing? I don't know what I'm doing, okay? We're, we're here together now, sir. And now I need you to take us to the closest Boston pizza. Get to Boston pizza. Wait for our table. We get our table. And uh, right away, the, the, the server comes over and orders, asks us for our drink orders. And this girl looks up and goes, I'll have a shot of tequila. And I... <laughs> And I responded with, me fucking too. <laughs> me fucking too. And uh, this girl starts telling me about her life. Uh, she she grew up in L.A. and her dad was a record producer. And, like, this is all slightly interesting to me. But, like, I, I know that, you know, there's, you know, this is probably not the situation for me. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then all of a sudden... She, her accent changes and she's like, and then I moved to Austin, Texas. And at this point was when I realized that there was some bullshittery going on. And she continued to talk about her life. She started asking me about my life. And at this point, I'm like, fuck it. I'm lying. I'm lying about it. <laughs> I, I made up some bullshit story. I don't remember what it is now, but, uh, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. Uh, the server comes back. We order food. I order pasta. The reason I order pasta, you can get pasta in and out. In and out. You can find, I can shovel that shit into my mouth, and I can go. This fucking bitch, and I don't mean to say that lightly, this bitch orders a whole pizza. A whole pizza. Does not say anything about any allergies at this point. You know, 15 minutes later, we get our food. I get my pasta. She gets her pizza, and she immediately freaks the fuck out and goes, I can't have tomato sauce. It'll kill me. I'm allergic to it. And the server, at, like, I am I work in the food industry. I know how awkward these situations can be. I hear server stories. They're terrible. This server was so sweet. Oh, my God, I didn't know. I'm so sorry. And, and to her credit, she didn't know because nobody fucking said anything about a fucking allergy to fucking tomato sauce. Then she proceeds to ask her for fucking barbecue sauce on her pizza. There's fucking tomatoes and barbecue sauce. Anyway, we move on. She gets her pizza. She eats her fucking pizza. I eat my pasta. The server comes back to do a quality check. At this point, this girl looks up at her and pretends to have a seizure. I know it was a pretend seizure because I've seen a seizure. I know what it's all about. I've seen it in real life. This was not a seizure. At the point that she's doing this, though, this server looks at me as if, like, I know what to do. And I look back at her with the eyes of, 
I don't know what to do here. So I hope you're prepared. All of a sudden, she's like, all right, I'm good. And I'm like, okay, this is some fucking bullshit. Check, please. And we get our check. We're waiting for our cab by the door. And this girl looks at me and goes, can I have a hug? And I couldn't bullshit anymore. I was just like, will it kill you? And uh, I and she just goes, no. So I give her the lightest hug, don't man. Uh, just didn't even touch her. Just like all the way around, all the way around. We get in the cab, and as I'm putting her in in the cab, she looks up at me with those cancery eyes and says, "Will you buy me candy?" And at this point, I'm like, "Fuck!" In for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. Let's go to Seven Eleven. And she's like, "Oh no, I want Shoppers Drug Mart candy." Whatever, gotta get you home. She insisted on coming in, which slowed down the process and jacked up the cab price so much more. I got her her candy. We got her back in the cab. I returned her home, and I looked at this cab driver and said, can you drop me off downtown because I can't afford a cab all the way home? Got a bus, got home, smoked some weed. The next day, this girl calls me. I don't pick up. Don't feel bad about that. I don't feel bad about that because there's part two and part three still to come. Part two, six months later, hanging out with my buddies. We're all smoking some weed. I'm scrolling through Facebook. All of a sudden, a page catches my eye. This page is called, Don't Go Out With This Girl. She does not have cancer. She's a drug addict and takes guys for everything. I investigate this page, and who should the picture be but fucking cancer, girl? I find out that this girl takes guys on trips to the movies, concerts, whatever else. And I was just the latest victim in this girl's, you know, attempt to get whatever she wanted. And that's fine. Whatever. I can live with that. I moved on with my life. Can't <coughs> cut to a year later. I take my mother for Mother's Day dinner at the restaurant that I worked at, which was a fairly fancy establishment. I... We finished the dinner. We're waiting outside for my brother to pick us up. And who should come barreling out of the door from the bar across the street? Oh, it's Cancer Girl. <laughs> this girl comes with her walker. She's trying to plow her way from Bailey's to High's in Winnipeg. Takes one step under the road. Throws herself into the street. I knew she was throwing herself into the street because you could just tell when somebody fakes it. You could just tell. My mother is the sweetest lady in the world. My mother was a care worker for special needs adults for like 30 years. Sweetest lady in the world. She jumps into action. She goes into the street to help this girl out. My mother put this girl's boob back in her shirt because her boob fell out of her shirt. Then she walked her across the street and, and like led her into the Richardson building. I turned around and looked at the building and continued to smoke my cigarette. And my mother comes up to me and goes, why the fuck would you just stand there? I raised you better than that. You are better than that. Why would you do that? I proceeded to tell my mother the first part of this story. <laughs> and the second part of this story. And she looked at me and said, oh, Rylan, that girl's got way more fucked up with her than just cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the cancer girl story. That's, that's the best story I ever had. Absolutely. 
Wow. Oh, fucking ridiculous, man. That's um, all Kyle's got, man. Wow. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Kyle, when I have, when I eventually have my stand-up special, that's how I'm ending it. Oh, man. With all that being said, guys, I want to thank all of you guys for coming on to the birthday spectacular number 31 of my life. Uh, Mick, thank you so much. Kyle, thank you so much. DK, why don't you tell the fine folks who listen to us where they can find he, find you on Twitter? Oh man, I, every time I think it's like at DKWFP1 or something like that. Kyle, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, at Legendary KJ, L E R E G E N D A R Y K J. Mick, that's uh. Hollywood 788, but spelled all fucked up, H-A-W-L-E-Y, as usual. I don't really use it, but hey, man, fuck, follow me, I guess. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at R-Y-A-M Sport Report. If you want to find anything that Wednesday Night Wallop does on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, it's at WN Wallop on Twitter, WN Wallop on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's just Wednesday Night Wallop. Look for myself and Kyle Joseph's name, and we will be there. Communicate with us. Let us know what you think of the shows and whatever else. Kyle, we are gearing up for WrestleMania week. This is dropping the last day of the month. Are you ready for WrestleMania this year? Sure. I don't know if WrestleMania <laughs> like I don't know if WrestleMania is ready for WrestleMania, so it's hard to tell. But yeah, it should be a good show. Fair enough. Fair enough. DK Love Peace Chicken Grease. It's cold beers. You have been listening to a Wallop Media podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Wallop Media. The hosts of our shows are Rylan, Kyle, and DK. You can find Rylan on Twitter at RylanWallop and Kyle on Twitter at KyleWallop. Production is by RJ Spearin. You can find his work at Facebook.com slash SpearKingCO. Logo designs are by Maisie Mulder. You can find her work on her website, MaisieMulderDesigns.com. Our podcasts are hosted by Acast. You can listen to them on the podcast catcher of your choice or on our website, Shows.Acast.com slash WallopMedia.